All right, welcome to the post game show, uh, Spags. The uh, the season, although it seems like the playoffs have been out of sight for uh, for quite a few weeks, the uh, the playoffs, the path to the playoffs is officially gone. Yeah, I mean anybody who was holding on to that, even before the Rams game, they really they they put themselves in this situation with terrible losses to Denver and Houston early on in the year. Uh, I just tweeted out you you came out. You were coming off probably your most impressive win in, I think, two years, really. The Chargers game, even dated back to last year, we, you know, yeah. with Brady early on in the year. That was one of their most complete wins I've seen in a long time. And you come out and you get gashed on the ground in L.A. You score three points, and you go into Miami now. You need a win to, to keep it alive. I know you were, like I said, I, they were done last week regardless, especially once Baltimore won. You needed to come out of these last two games with two wins. And you came out of this these last two games with two losses, and you didn't even score a touchdown. Like, if that doesn't say a lot about your football team, and, I mean, I hate to be so negative. I think, you know, we, we've talked about it a lot coming into the year. There were certainly holes, I guess, bigger holes than we had thought, especially offensively. But, I mean, man, they this – I don't know if you can fix this in in one off season, I really don't. I mean, it starts with the quarterback. Gotta go. Awful, awful, Pat. Like awful. <laughs> I yeah. they can't win. They can't win with him. It's it's well. And this is this is the thing, right? And this is you know we we go back and forth, right? And obviously we we joke around with uh, with Brian Phillips, who who obviously is the conductor of the Cam train and everything else. But you know the thing is with Cam is that they don't throw the ball with Cam. Now whether he can throw it or not is up for discussion, but they don't throw it. So what happens is when you don't throw the ball, your error, your margin for error is, is non-existent because you, if you throw it 15 times a game, well, if you miss three out of 15 passes, you're missing 20% of your throws are, are misses and bad misses. And so it's like, you know, that becomes an issue. So then you say, okay, well, you know, it's not all Cam's fault because he's blah, 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 and all this stuff. And, okay, fine. But there's a reason they're calling the plays that they're calling. And listen, you can talk about the receivers and those guys can't do this and blah, 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 and everything else. Well, every time the Mayberg gets the ball in his hand, something good happens. Jacoby Myers is wide open across the middle all the time. Nikhil Harry has been getting some separation. Now, he, you know, there's questions about whether he should have caught that pass or not. Uh, on the inside, I thought it was a bad throw by Cam. I thought Cam threw it inside and high when, uh, when you know, Nikhil went outside. Now, maybe he's supposed to go inside. I don't know. Right, so the, you know we don't know communication-wise stuff, but the problem is, is that you're looking at and you're saying, okay, we're going to talk about four plays, four plays, because those are the four plays that we look at. You know, the Dalton Keene, the throw to Dalton Keene, the throw to Jacoby Myers in the end zone where he had a step on the guy and he missed him in the corner of the end zone, right? Uh, the the throw to Nikhil Harry, and you know you could probably look at one or two others where you're like, ah, oh, you know, he pro- the, the one to Asiasi coming across the middle where he just rifled it at him you know, high and high and behind him. Whereas if he just hits him in the chest, he picks up 15 yards. Right. So though, but the problem is that that's four plays. The whole, you're going to base the entire game on four plays, but the problem is they don't throw the ball enough. So you, you're forced to look at just those four plays because that's all you have to look at, you know, and otherwise you just run the ball and Sony Michelle ran hard again today, but you can't win just running the ball unless you're playing the Patriots defense who hasn't been able to stop the run all year. Yeah, and I mean, they got gas on the ground. They really, I mean, props to Miami. Certainly controlled the line of scrimmage, controlled the game, played it on their terms. 
Uh, I thought Tua was was good enough. I mean, managed the game very well, made smart decisions. I know that that pick was in the beginning of the game was just, you know, typical rookie trying to do a little bit too much. But I think other than that, he was fine. He did, did enough to win. And, I mean, props to them. That That's a team that came in with some key guys. They missed some key guys going to that game. Gesicki, Devontae Parker. Uh, who else was out, Pat? Grant, uh, Jakeem Grant. Grant Jakeem they were Grant. missing their top two wide receivers and their top tight ends. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know what Grant brings from a speed perspective. Um, and they, I mean, they pounced us with no names. I know Lynn Bowden was a guy we really wanted here, kind of that athlete, QB, QB at Kentucky running back receiver. I think could have had a lot of fun with him, line him up all over the formation, play him in certain spots. Um you know, Ahmed, the guy from the from the practice squad, Isaiah Ford making plays, a little hoop, uh, hook and ladder on the on the two point conversion. Where's that? I mean, you didn't give him a chance. He looked like an NFL receiver today. Um, so props to the Dolphins that they played well. But like I said, just just a lot more of what we've seen. Just they can't finish drives, stalled out. I mean, it's it's hard to get on the defense. It like for me, I know they're getting torched in the ground, but. You can't expect them to make timely stops when they're spending, you know, three quarters of the game with their defense on the field when your offense can't string together any drives to give them a break. You know, it's they convert they convert here, you know, 14-yard gain, then a two-yard loss. Then it's a, you know, a screen pass, and it's third and long. And next thing you know, it's a two-minute drive. They get one first down, the defense is right back on the field. You know, it's hard. It's hard for them. I think – it's just it just all starts with the offense. It's just it's so boring to watch, man. I can't. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. And again, you know, and Griff said it in chat here that he thinks Stidham should start the next two weeks. And listen, here's the thing, right? You, you can and we can argue about Cam and whether Cam's good and blah, blah 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 and everything else, right? I think throwing downfield that Cam is fairly accurate and does a pretty good job of throwing the ball downfield, but the short to intermediate passes is where he struggles. He, he struggles with his accuracy there. He struggles with his timing there. And he struggles with the decision-making there. You see it all the time. Listen, how many times have we seen a guy running wide open across the middle and Cam waits, 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 and then finally throws it to him too late? And it's like, what are we doing here? You know, like, just give him the ball. And so that's something that Brady was so good at that Stidham, I think, does better than Cam. Now, whether he There's gives no him a to win, I don't can't... know. Like, I, I, I hate, like, and it's the typical, like, fans who don't know anything. It's like, oh, Stidham must be awful. Or, you know, he's definitely not the guy. Because Bill won't turn to him this year. When you Certainly, you can have that argument. I think it's a lazy argument because he's committed to Cam. He's been clear about it. And I, I honestly don't think he could be much worse than this, like, on a week-to-week basis. Take, really, take it since... What the the Jets game was probably his last complete game where he looked like a a competent NFL starter. Right. That was two months ago, Pat. Like what th- this like he's thrown five touchdown passes in an entire year. I know. Oh, the Russian touchdown, dude. It's a passing league, man. You got to be able to throw a ball to beat teams, especially good teams. Well, that's they said. They said he's the first quarterback in the modern era. They were talking about on the on the broadcast. He's the first quarterback in the modern era. Now, obviously, the season's not over yet, but like. I think it's pretty definitive that it's going to happen. He's the first quarterback in the modern era to throw, to have rushed for more touchdowns than he's thrown and be like the actual quarterback, not be like a gadget guy to be like the starting quarterback for a team and rush for more touchdowns than you throw. How is that even possible? And and listen, say whatever you want about the weapons or the weapons stink and the weapons, this and the receivers that and the receiver. 
that's fine. But Tom Brady had the same weapons last year, the same weapons. And I, I make the argument that this year's weapons, well, he had Edelman last year, so it's, it's a little bit different, right? You don't have Edelman this year, so that's challenging. But outside of Edelman, it might be better, right? Myers has played a lot better this year. Demir Bird's been a pretty good player for them. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. you know, so those two, those two are way better than anything you had last year. Of course, outside of Edelman, right? You had Edelman last year, and that was pretty much it. You have Philip Dorsett, right? Who was fine last Who's year. Who I think is a, I think Demir Bird is an upgrade over. I no agree. question. I yeah. agree, and so, and that's the thing for me. It's just it, it's it's so hard to look at this team and to say this is the best they have on offense. Yes, I get it. I get the receivers aren't that good. I, I get it. But like at a certain point, you have to have a quarterback that can actually use the receivers. And right now, as bad as the receivers are, you're not using them. So how can you say whether they're good or bad? You don't even know. They're not even being used. You're not even throwing to them. So it's just like at, at a certain point, I look at it and say, well, okay, well, what do you want, what do you want them to do? What do you want these guys to do? Nikhil Harry gets what? Two targets a game? What do you want them to do with those two targets? If he makes yeah. one bad play, he makes, he makes one bad play. Okay, well, he made one bad play today. All right. Now what? Like, like th- then what? He doesn't get the ball thrown to him again? Like, it just, at a certain point, you just have to stop and say, well, like, what are we doing here? Like, we have they, to throw they, And, like, I, I do get on him because I think he's a guy who cares a lot about his off-the-field prowess rather than football and – Right. Whatever. Well, I guess it's a day and age now. Listen, right? I was talking. I was talking to Jeff Jonathan about this before. Jonathan was on locker room, and I'm, I was chatting with him about this. And I just said, you know, it sucks for Nikhil because Nikhil. Th- that's what I'm is, getting at, man. Like he's like, never. It's ne- he's never going to be good enough for anyone. Never, and he's never had, but he's never had a chance to. Right. You're right. You were sidelined for nine weeks. I've said it a million times, and like he's he's a, at best a three, which like I don't think it's his fault. They haven't developed him right. You don't take a wide receiver three at 32 in that draft. It just turned out awful for him. But, like, yeah. to side with him a little bit, they, they haven't developed him. He missed the first nine games last year. I've said it a million times. Comes into a positional group last year where we are having worse issues than we are now. Deemed as the savior number one pick. Can't get on the same page with Brady. Then you put him in a system this year where he's out and in and out of training camp, and you get a quarterback who can't throw the ball. Right? right, so you just wasted two years of his career of developing him, getting him into your system with two different quarterbacks, two completely different quarterbacks, and now you're on year three. And and what what is he going to have? Like, realistically, is he he's probably at best what Brandon LaFell will be a forty catch and at most six hundred yards, maybe you know six to seven touchdowns if you use him the right way in the red zone. That's what he's going to be. That's not right. a first round pick. I do get on him. It's more like from a troll perspective. No, uh, right. I don't think he's been in the right situation, but at the same time, he hasn't helped himself either. I mean, he well, can't get separation. That's the thing. I mean, look, you have a guy like AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, those guys, and even Brandon Ayuk playing with Nick Mullins right now in San Francisco, like teammate it, in Arizona, it, and Debo Samuel, right? Same other guys, and you just like listen. At a certain point, if you're talented, that skill weighs things out. It just does, right? Nikhil's just not super talented, which again, but now, and this is the thing with him, right? He's not. He's he's going to be unfairly targeted his whole career because he was drafted behind a million guys. But realistically, he was drafted behind AJ Brown and DK Metcalf, who were already top twenty receivers in the NFL. So now you're saying, okay, live up to those guys. He's never going to do that. So the thing is, and like you said, he could be a decent wide receiver three, a decent wide receiver three, right? He could be okay. He could be a red zone threat, a guy that can 
you know, catch 40, 50 balls a year and like what, and like whatever. And that, that could be a valuable piece on a team. Now, not important, but like a valuable piece on a team where you're like, oh, hey, you know, it's good having that guy because he can make some good catches every now and again. Like, you know, no one's special, but like what, but he'll never get the recognition for that because of where he was drafted. He was drafted in the fourth or fifth round. Then it's like, oh, yeah, hey, this guy's great. Like, he can do this every night. You know, so that's the problem with him. That's where he's at is that he's never going to be liked here no matter what. No matter what he does, he's never going to be liked here. And, again, that's not really on him but really his draft position. But the thing is is that, you know, right now in this situation, we saw it for a few weeks. Like, he made some really nice catches the last few games. And it was like, okay, now he's, like, starting to play a little bit. But then he gets he gets one medium target and he you know either mistimed his jump or turned inside instead of turning i'm not sure what it is but he gets one of those targets and then he gets hit you know he gets thrown across the middle uh on a pass and that's really it like so it's just it's hard to judge him on on one target you know like you just don't you know if he's getting 10 targets in a game and you're like all right the guy can't separate can't catch the ball like he sucks you know like fine but when it's happening once and you're letting him use his big body skills one time, okay, he, he's not going to be successful every time. DK Metcalf isn't going to be – Julio Jones isn't successful every single time. It just isn't – you know what I mean? So you just you can't put that on him. So when you have a quarterback that can't get you the ball consistently and you don't throw it – and again, argue about Cam if you want, right, and say that Cam is good and Cam is this and Cam – if Cam were better, they'd be throwing it more. They're not. So the coaches – now everyone sits there and says – Oh, Stidham, we know Stidham sucks because the coaches tell us that he does because they don't play him. Well, guess what? The coaches tell us that Cam sucks because they put the game on the running game and not on the passing game. And you can't win like that. You can't. Look at it. Right. You haven't scored a touchdown in two games, man. I know. And I think I believe I believe they're up to four or five games this season when they haven't scored a touchdown. I think it's four. But, like, that's horrifying. Horrifying. The Patriots. In four games, haven't scored a touchdown this year. It's it's embarrassing. So, uh, Andrew, hold on. What's up, man? Gentlemen, I see no postseason for you for the first time in many, many years. 2008. That is right. That is right. Um, I just, you know what? It's just a thing where I got to tell you, the skill position players are just bad on this team. They're just really, really bad. And they didn't even run the ball that much, despite Sonny Michelle having like a decent day in terms of yardage. But, I mean, Jacoby Myers, he gets open between the 20 and 20. But this offense just is really lacking in terms of guys that can make a difference for any quarterback. And I fear, as we saw with Jared Stidham in Kansas City and Brian Hoyer, it was really bad. And I don't think that's going to make any difference whatsoever for this offense against quality defenses, no matter who's the quarterback and how they're really limited when you don't have even Damian Harris and Rex Burkhead in the backfield. So, um, I mean, it's just that's just what it is. But most important, more problematic was the fact that Matt Brader looked like Matt Brader from the 49ers. And they were really running down that ball in that second half. Yeah, the, and, the and what you said too, and I think that's a good point about Burkhead. I think once he went down, the offense really changed. They, they were, you know, Baltimore. They moved the ball pretty efficiently. He was great in that game. Houston before he was really that guy who was a consistent chain mover for him. Someone that we saw with James White over the last few years. Um, obviously, not a lot of usage this year. We don't know kind of what's going on. Obviously, had that 
you know, terrible tragedy at the beginning of the year. That I'm sure that has something to do with it. Um, but really, when they lost Burkhead, they haven't been able to move the ball. I mean, really. You look at their last their games before that. I know, you know, the Chargers, they played well. Uh, but they got away with bully ball. They had a good opening drive. They scored two special teams touchdowns. Stidham threw one late. Um, the defense played unbelievable. Really never let Herbert get going. But you take that game on it. They they haven't been much without Rex Burkhead. Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, you know what? And I think too. Here's the thing. And you're right about you're right about the you know the the talent. Right. You are. But why can't they just run crossing routes? Guys are open. You run a crossing route. Guys are open. Right. Cam can't make those throws. He doesn't make those throws. Wait it, a minute, Pat. Pat, we saw him throw the ball to Jacoby Myers on crossing rounds five times in the game. He threw it right Correct. at him. Right, but he doesn't, th- he doesn't do it consistently. Why don't they do it more? He's I mean, well, like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, why, why wouldn't you run that play more? I mean, if the guys are open. And listen, now, Jacoby Myers, first of all, we talk about Charles Davis might be the worst coach. He's just – he's. Awful, just I, dreadful. And, 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 and I can't stand listen to him. Just be, I said this to my brother, just because of Madden. Like I feel so bad because <laughs> I'm sick of his voice because I played too much Madden. I hear it yeah. all the time. And he's terrible in there too. But he was he's talking about the Meyer, the long cat, the long pass to Myers, and he's like, oh yeah, he beat his man one on one. And it's like yeah, because they they thought it was going to be a quick screen because the Patriots run so many stupid screens that they thought they both went to Nikhil Harry, both the 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 defensive backs went to Nikhil Harry, and he was wide open on the slant, and so. I just feel like, for me, you have to be throw- – you, you can't win the game running the ball every play. You can't do it. Miami did it today for the most part. They obviously completed some passes. But they did it today for the most part because the Patriots' defense was awful against the run today. And, by the way, have been awful against the run pretty much all year long. I've been saying it all year long. All year, you want to beat the Patriots. Offensively, you call a run play on every single play. Defensively, you blitz on every single play. And if you do that – You'll win, and you'll probably win a hundred or nothing because the Patriots cannot score against the Blitz. They can't do it. Cam's slow on on his on his uh, reads. He's slow on his reads. Like that's just that's that's not even a debate. He's slow on his reads. And uh, if you're running the ball, I, I think, and you I think it's just more. Him, you know I, mean? I think it's just again, you got going to guys who are undrafted receivers. This team is really lacking in terms of you need to really scheme them open on those crossing rights. Well, Jacoby Myers, he did work hard and has worked hard and gotten open on those routes, but it's got to be a scheme with that. This team is, you know, it's hard for any quarterback to make any read if your guys don't get open quick and if you don't have guys that separate. And that's been the case all season with that. And, you know, that it's just something where they have to have a major, major um, talent overhaul at, and what they'll address there. From the whole skill position spots, from tight end to wide receiver, and um, even on the line here and there. So, I mean, that's just something where if you have anybody with Sinem or Hoyer in their final two games, and I don't think Belichick's going to go that route, um, it's going to practically look the same. <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, just Deshaun Watson, 373 yards passing and two TDs today. Zero receivers. Like, zero Receivers today. I mean, yeah, could, Kiki Cootie is better Tua, than the Patriots. Please, receivers Kiki right Cootie, you know? get out of here with that. I mean, I mean, he's better. Tua, I mean, he, got dra- Tua, he got drafted. Well, I mean, in the middle rounds, he's better than everyone nah, else is setting to kill Harry. I mean, but but no, the uh, is great. Who looked who looked better today, Tua or or um or Cam? Because Cam had the better receivers than Tua did. 
I mean, Lynn Bowden is more talented than anybody on the Patriots. Right oh, now. stop it! I mean, stop he's a third. It. He's a third round. He's a third stop round. Stop it! That was a guy think? I really liked. I really wanted him here. And did, I like Lynn Bowden too. But if you're going to just mean, go on draft position, Nikhil Harry is the better player because he's the first round pick. Well, I mean, but we've seen Nikhil Harry struggle to show any first round pick. Oh, you know, talent. he's got Lynn the Bowden, size, but he's struggling to show got, any of that. Lynn Bowden got traded before the season as a rookie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm just I, I'm just I forgot about that. He went to Oakland. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Las Vegas idiots. And so, like, that, it's just so that's the dumbest trade of all time. It's just stupidest trade ever. But, but the idea. Well, all I'm saying is that yes, the weapons are bad. Of course, the weapons are bad. But, but if you have a quarterback and you're not afraid to throw it, you can still be successful throwing the football. You got James White, who's one of the best receiving running backs in football. He barely even targeted him. He had some catches today, finally, but he barely Four. even throws in the ball. And that's what I'm saying. So, so, but what I mean, what I mean is, he hasn't even used them all year long. So, my point is that yes, the weapons are bad. No one's debating that the weapons aren't bad. They are. But the fact is, is that good players and good teams with good quarterbacks they throw and win anyways. And the Patriots have been unwilling to do it. Now, whether that's 100% on cam, it's absolutely not 100% on cam. I'm not saying it is 100% on cam, but I am saying that if cam were a better quarterback, they'd be throwing the ball. Tom Brady had no weapons last year. He had the I same mean, weapons that he had yeah, this year. Yeah, Dor- Dorsett, Dorsett, separ- Dorsett separated. Dorsett and, way more Dorsett separation and Bird. Than Bird. No, Dorsett and Bird I, are the same. You, you, you and I think Bird's a little bit better. I, I think, yeah. yeah, I think Bird's an upgrade over Dorsett. Right. right? I, and I think those guys are great. They're close. They're close. Yeah. Uh, like, Bird and Myers are, are NFL players. There's no doubt about that. When, they're, when, you're, when they are your one and two, there's certainly an issue there. But I, I think it's – it's a and not to put it all on Cam. We talked about it. I think it's it hasn't been great for him from the start. No, literally no tight end. I mean, Asiasi dropped the pass. Keen got popped, fumbled. They they've shown nothing their rookie campaign. Izzo's just a when he was active was a body out there, an extra offensive lineman. Um, it, it hasn't been easy for him. But at the same time, I think they're extremely limited as pass catchers because of the the limitation that Cam brings you in that in the passing game. Right, right. And so we'll see. You know, we'll see what they decide to do. I would assume. Now we're recording this right after the game, so Belichick has another post game press conference. He's on I, right now. Is he on right now? I would assume. I haven't seen anything yep. about the quarterback situation. I would sure assume they're not asking they're gonna, someone's going to ask him the question, and I would assume he's going to say, "Nope, Cam's our quarterback. We're sticking with him." I, I would assume. I might be wrong, but that's what I would assume is coming. Whether something happens or not, I, I don't think so. But we've talked about it before. I said it already. I doubt they make the move. At this point, I doubt that. Now, they're out of playoff contention, so I guess there's a possibility. But I still doubt they make the move, um, you know, for the Bills game and the Jets game. And listen, listen, Andrew, I know you're a Jets fan. How beautiful, how glorious <laughs> would it be? If the Jets came to New England last week of the season, Patriots are out of it. They got eight losses. There's seven, uh, six and eight, whatever the hell their record is. And they lose to the Jets, giving no, Jacksonville the number one pick instead of I mean, the hey, Jets. really, if, if, uh, right, relatively speaking now, the Jets get the one pick, 
you have gone from having the best quarterback ever, the best quarterback in the division from the twenty in twenty years, to having the worst quarterback in the division. Josh Allen's an MVP candidate. Uh, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence goes to the Jets, right. and and you got Tua, and, and you got Tua, who just who owned you today. It looks, you know, like he can play in the league. I, I had a lot, thought there was a lot of questions on him uh, coming out that. Right. He's proved everybody wrong. He can play in the league. He's smart, makes the right reads, fits that system, uh, doesn't yep. turn the ball over. Patriots got to figure it out. <laughs> but with a lot of guys nothing. out for Tua, oh. too, in terms of yeah, his options yeah. to throw to. You know, yeah. He really no, didn't have a lot of guys today. It's true. But that's, that's one of those things. Belichick hates the Jets, always wants to beat the Jets. But maybe – Maybe just this year, losing to the Jets actually hurts the Jets more than you beating them. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> it'll be fascinating. But, you know, I mean, someone who I still have a little bit of more reservations on Trevor Lawrence and a lot of people want to say it will be quite fascinating that um, how that's going to go in the final week of the season. You could you could trust for the Jets uh, the paper planes to screw it up in a certain type of way. Now, whether the Patriots will allow them to do that, it'll be fascinating to witness. But, um, you know, it's going to be entertaining at the very least for two teams that are now out of the playoffs. So, for sure. <laughs> appreciate it, guys. For sure. Good stuff. All hey, thanks, man. That, yeah, uh, thanks, yep. for, thanks for, ju- for jumping on. Appreciate Take it. Take care, Andrew. Yep. And mm-hmm. everyone, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Um, we're, we're here after every game. Well, there's only two games left. Uh, but after every game, it's been a long season. And and Spags, we said it before we started, man. I didn't even want to do this. Like this sucks. Like it sucks. This season, this year, it's just not fun. The, this this team is just no fun to watch. They just they're just not good. And there are some guys. Duggar flashed a little bit today. Uche flashed a little bit today. Justin Heron, yeah, not so much. But like you know, there are guys that I'm excited about, but. It's just such a slog. These games are just such a slog, and it's like you just it just sucks watching. It does. It does. I'm, I'm took a lot for granted over the last twenty years, even though we tried not to. That's for sure. Yep, for sure. So, anyways, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, as always, like I said, we'll be on the locker room app after every game, and uh, we'll talk to you guys again on our regular podcast on Friday. See you guys. <laughs>